0: Think about this. Our brains change. Memory is an amazing thing. What you think is in Our there is Our brains aren't really finished. They're, they're not fully blind. cooked yet. Our you own go, own with real real go with your heart. You don't have real any real. idea why because we're, we're doing so most smart of the things that we're doing. But here's the deal.
1: There are very few shows where you have the opportunity to start with Heraclitus. I'm Art Markman. I'm Bob Duke.
0: I'm Rebecca McEnroy, and this is Two Guys on Your Head. Today, the psychology of not being able to step into the same river twice.
1: The fact is that things change (laughs) and so the way that you experience something in a particular moment is different from how you will re-experience that same thing in the future
0: when you look back on it because of all of the things that happened in the intervening time all things have a context and often those contexts are not readily apparent to us but yet they're part of the memory I mean it's not just remembering some piece of what we experience that piece is related to other things that give it a context and as the context change over time it's not surprising, perhaps, that when we try to revisit those earlier experiences, we can't see them the same way that we did in the past because the other variables surrounding those experiences are no longer the same.
1: One of the things that this can do is is when you look back on particular historical conversations or historical events, there are times where you think, how could anyone have said that? Because it is hard to not know the things that you know about what happened in the intervening period so it is hard to look back on negotiations that european countries in the united states were having with nazi germany in the 1930s it is hard to look at those without saying but you know by not doing these things in the moment you enabled right genocide right <laughs> right and 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 so um we can't we can't unknow those things and as a result it creates additional meaning those events we can't separate out the changes that we we, that we as a society and that we as individuals have gone through from the 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 things
0: that were said in the moment well and that's always been a challenge for students of history right is looking back into the past and not evaluating the past based on current understandings Uh, and 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 you know i it's it's understandable that we would have that difficulty because, as I said earlier, you know, our, our memories aren't insulated packets that are separated from other memories. They're all connected in, in very uh, circuitous sometimes ways that we don't even understand. But the ways that memories work, I mean, we wouldn't be able to update memories if they weren't structured in a way that each time we recalled them, there was a little bit of a labile state that allows us to sort of attach some other things to them and as things develop over time right we can actually come to think that things that we thought in the past actually weren't things that we thought in the past we think of them now but we've reconstructed memories frequently enough that they now seem like they were always a part of us and like again that's a that's a challenge for historians right because as you're evaluating the the morality or the ethical behavior of people in the past it's understandable that we would tend to judge those things based on current ethical standards and current morality. Yeah. And and I should say this isn't meant to be an argument
1: for moral relativism. It's, right. you know, that that is that is we can as a society make a judgment that a particular behavior in the present is or is not acceptable. And we are welcome to judge people in the past and say this is behavior that would not fly in the present and, we've, and, and, and make the argument that we have learned from the past in ways that, that allow us to, uh, to, 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 to live with a particular set of moral values in the present. But, but what we have to understand is that it, is, it, is, it takes real effort to try to actually understand the behavior in the past,
0: uh, given the
1: norms of
0: the past. Yeah, and again, that that challenge is heightened by the fact that in the sequence that we generally process information, usually the judging comes first before the attempts to understand.
1: One thing that one thing though that I think is important in 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 this is that despite the fact that you can't go back and re-experience the past event without the knowledge of what's happened since, particularly when their past selves acted in ways that are no longer, uh, societally appropriate. But I, I think actually that it's valuable to, on the one hand, acknowledge there are things I did in the past that are, uh, no longer acceptable and that I would never do now but also I think to acknowledge the value in being willing to change behavior as a result of shifting norms. That is, because I think that when we ourselves are embarrassed about our past behavior, and perhaps worse, when we try to embarrass other people for past behavior that precedes a shift in societal norms, one of the things that that does is make it harder for people to think about the change that they want to make in themselves as a result of of current norms, mm-hmm. and I think what we really want to encourage people to do is to be better, at <laughs> where better is defined with respect to to, to to what we to the current norms of of moral behavior in society, and and I think that that to the extent that we that we focus primarily on things that people did well before it was clear that 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 norms were gonna shift. I think we make it harder for people to be motivated to be different now. Mm-hmm. And I think I think we have to we have to recognize people, this is this is a lot we've talked about this this idea of a growth mindset before. And we have to recognize people are capable of change and that we have to give them that opportunity to do that which means letting people acknowledge mistakes made in the past, but also giving people that opportunity to shift their behavior.
0: Next week, we'll talk about resolutions and the psychology of changing behavior with Dr. Art Markman and Dr. Bob Duke. You can subscribe to the podcast of Two Guys on Your Head in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review while you're there. We'd love to know what you think of the show. Jake Perlman was our engineer and I'm Rebecca McEnroy. I produce Two Guys on Your Head at KUT Radio in Austin, Texas.